What's up, Sassy Gamers, and welcome to Got Our Attention Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 8. I'm your host, Zycia, or Mike, uh, alongside uh, Brian, Bruno, and Kelly. Shout out to all three of you guys for joining today and putting up with my nonsense. I appreciate that. I mean, we're here for you. We've been putting up with it for years. Why would we change that now? (laughs) I mean, you know, sometimes people have change of heart. Actually, decide to to move Mm. on, I guess. At this point, I've invested so much time and energy. I feel like (laughs) pulling away would just be a waste of the last four years of misery. Listen, pulling out is not (laughs) a viable option. Um, also, I mean, I'm not true. and that never have been, been here. News. This is definitely I've, the time you want to. Pull. Is that band now too? Damn, they got everything <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not here for Zycia. I've never been here for Zycia. I'm here with Zycia for the audience. So <laughs> I'm, I'm here for Zycia. How does that? Feel? I'm here oh, for Daydream because this is her favorite time of the year. It it's, is. It's Halloween season. Oh, I thought it was yeah, Christmas. And I believe yeah, that started June 1st. You thought it <laughs> Right? Mid-season, exactly. So, yeah. Can so, I get w- Kelly to murder me through the monitor? <laughs> Tune in next possibly. time. I mean, that'd make that, a good movie. I mean, I do enjoy... A What's your day. favorite Halloween song? Jingle Bells? <laughs> Christmas Rock? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Um, no. Wait. Definitely Maybe no. it's cold outside. Dwayne Johnson made a Christmas song? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he has. He's a very talented individual. <laughs> I mean, enjoy I'm your game. So, <clears throat> I know Halloween is not. And it, his, his daughter will not believe it. That's, the That's true. Part. That's true. That's true. Yes. Mike's she like, I've been trying to finish knowing. this intro yeah, for like 10 years. Like By the time we let him finish, it will in fact be Christmas. So I'll be right. I mean, Mike yeah. not finishing his history repeating himself. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> no, I'll just say, so Halloween isn't my favorite time of the year for sure. Definitely not. Uh, but I do enjoy this time uh, because there's something that we've been person. doing for the last two years, this will be our third year. And it's a thing called Shocktober. And it's something that we started just kind of on the whim, just I decided to do this because it was for a good cause. And, and I'll explain uh, basically every year now, uh, third year going uh, starting now is uh, we raise money for a charity called Able Gamers Charity, uh, which help uh, individuals that are disabled to be able to play uh, different video games or whatever through different mediums if like they can't hold a controller they they modify things for that to happen or if if it's just like you know whatever it may be that could be hindering them from being able to play like most of us uh they they help those people do that so to me it's been a really great cause i really liked able gamers um, i actually got a chance to meet uh, some of their staff at pax east this year and uh, that was really awesome um, so shout out to you guys uh, they apparently recognize this uh, from the logo at least uh from from last year from helping out so that was pretty neat. Got to talk to them for a little bit and do some things. And it was really from cool. Sassafras? So, they recognized us from Sassafras. The name I don't of think our that's fish. his name. Well, yeah, is that, it is. I, I, decided I, I decided it. I, I decided it, and I think that it's. All right, fine. I mean, do I, do I hear a nay? I like dope fish. <laughs> okay, dope fish. I like turtles. Uh, anyway, so, so Shocktober, uh, it does mean a lot to me. So the reason why we raise or how we raise money is I actually play scary games. And if you don't know me, I'll let you know now. I hate scary games. I don't like them. 
I don't, I've never liked them. I've always been a, a backseat driver when it comes to scary games. I'd rather watch someone else kind of play them and I just kind of take it in and turn around when I need to. Uh, but the last three, two years now going on three, I've forced, I've been forcing, and then they've kind of forced me to as well, but uh, to play scary games, to, to help raise money in the sense of, you know, people watching, donating to, to able gamers. Uh, so we're starting again this year. Uh, and actually, as of tonight, uh, we'll be starting our first one. So if you're watching this live on YouTube uh, right now, then tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, we're going to start on our uh, Twitch channel. Uh, you can tune into YouTube. You can watch it. Uh, but if you want to interact with the chat, you'll have to go to the Twitch chat to, to be able to interact. But um, either way, you'll be able to donate uh, anytime that you want to. We'll be putting the links in the chat so you guys can watch that. But uh, it's been very interesting. The first year I selected the games, uh, we actually only had three of us at that time. And uh, we, we added Day Drinker afterwards. And mm -hmm. uh, and after the first year, it was like, well, those games, and, and I'll be honest, the first year, the games weren't as scary as I intended them to be. Uh, and I don't know if that was yeah. subconsciously or what, but it just happened to work I, out that I, way. I, I, I think like it the was Alien Ice. Yeah, yeah, Alien Isolation. It just wasn't mm -hmm. scary. Like I heard a lot of things like, oh, it's like this yeah. you know, thriller scary game. And it just didn't come out that way. But uh, so the next year, so last year, uh, Daydrinker took the reins and said, hey, I'm going to pick the games for you. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. What games? And she's like, uh -huh. and, and, and Brian, Brian helped. Brian, Brian, Brian picked some of the games, too. Oh, well, he yeah, pick he one. picked I picked yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Which was more of a psychological horror, because that one was rough. That was, uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was like something about a kid basically growing up yeah, in a broken that was, home. And, yeah, yeah like you played the little kid that had the really creepy sus ass stuffed mm -hmm. animal that was like the teddy bear squeeze me harder and I'll yeah. make things bright and happy around you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah I got a horror game for you to play this year. Um, I've actually played it already and reviewed it. It's called Disney's tangled. <laughs> oh <my God>. So <laughs> it's a kind of so horror anyway, game. We'll, uh, we'll be starting that off tonight, sure. 9 PM okay. Eastern. So join us again on our channel to help out. Uh, like I said, any donation is great. Um, you know, if you can't donate, that's totally fine. Just hang out, you know, interact with chat and watch me cry, yeah. essentially. Literally uh, year, a dollar, a dollar goes a long way for this. Charity. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I mean, donate as to much as you want. And, and the other yeah. thing to point out is all of our proceeds, 100 percent of the proceeds go mm -hmm. to Able Gamers. We don't touch any of that. It's actually interacted yeah. through a different website. Uh, Tiltify that helps out with all that exchange. So like we literally don't see a dollar of it. Like it doesn't come to our pockets and we're going to pay it out later. Like it just right. it goes straight to them, uh, which is also easy for us because we don't have to like do anything to, to worry about. So um, but anyway, yeah, that's that's basically kicks off our season. Um, I only know the first game, which tonight we're playing at Dead of Night. Uh, yeah. I've seen this game a little bit, but I've never played it. And uh, I'm not necessarily happy about it, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> So, so, yeah, so At Dead of Night um, is a game that I've played and that uh, one of my uh, very good friends has played. And it's a lot of jump scares. And it's you're basically in this hotel where perfect. this... Well, <laughs> it's awesome. This hotel where this... Uh, he's the maintenance man? Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy. He's the front door guy. He's like the bell yeah. or whatever, or the... Oh, he's like the, the night manager, I guess, or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's and your character is like leaving this festival, and your friends I can't remember exactly what happens, but like, like somehow leave you. And if you've ever been to a festival, you, your friends are you've got some shitty fucking friends if they're just fucking leaving you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lord knows what 
what situation is going on in your head? Um, so, so you go to this hotel and you have to find these keys, but Jimmy is basically coming out after you with an ax. And I will tell you, oh, every great. time I play this game, uh, I, it doesn't matter how many times Jimmy starts coming after me. I get scared every single time you still have the same, like visceral reaction, like, like innate, like, Oh God. Oh God. Is he going to find me? And then you, you find yourself literally not breathing because you're hiding in a closet, even though Jimmy can't actually hear you. So yeah, it's, it's a good game. I'm actually really looking forward. So that's the first game. I don't know anything else. Uh, They never tell me until the week of just because we have to publish it on, on the social media, but uh, I'm sure it's, they've got three other games lined up. I, I will say there's three games lined up. The fourth I do know about. Um, and that kind of rolls into our goal this year is to raise a thousand dollars. Last year we raised $881 and 39 cents. So thanks to all of you that did help out with that. Uh, and those that are going to help out this year, that's super awesome. We really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, the goal is a thousand this year. And, uh, one of the things that we haven't announced yet, which we will in the next upcoming week, probably by the next podcast, you'll definitely know. Uh, but we're going to do a special finale, uh, which will have more details to come. Uh, but just know that it should be exciting and fun. And, uh, I can't wait for that as well. So, uh, we'll, we'll announce that more as time comes on, but yeah, so, so- that's October. So that's kind of exciting at the same time, nerve wracking for me. But yeah. <laughs> One of my very favorite um, uh, moments, or, or, or I guess it, it wasn't a moment. So Mike played a game I picked called Summer of 58. And I had played the game and I was on a, a, a Discord video chat with, uh, Phoenix and Demiran, and we were Mike w- wasn't on for whatever reason, and I was coming to the end of this game, and I was literally freaking out. And I think at one point, Bruno was like, "What? Is everything okay?" And I was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm finishing this game. I'm almost done. Like it's, um, it, it, it's so scary. It was a great game. Lots of like jump scares, which Mike hates, but." And please, if you get a chance, uh, Brian put together an amazing montage of uh, (laughs) all the the moments that kind of were super creepy. There's this bunny in the, uh, I almost called it a movie, in the game. And you kind of keep encountering him and Mike's reaction to the bunny. One was like, oh, hello. (laughs) Wait, were you there before? And. So it, it, it's a, a fantastic montage. It, it's actually up on our YouTube. So if you get it, if you like it, get a chance. Yeah, uh, we'll put it up there. <laughs> it yeah, up I will there. say uh, the games that were picked last year, I did enjoy the stories of them. They were all really well done stories that kind of lead you through this this yeah. you know start to end kind of thing. Uh, it's not just about you know a bunch of jump scares and like dead by daylight just hack and slash like it's literally a story and, and that part was great the, the creepy part not so much but uh yeah that's that's that yeah, there was um, there was one that you either went past the ending point or we ended it and then you kept playing it until you finished it that night it was one or the other 
Yeah, I think we were going to end the stream early because of the time that we typically do. I think I went on. I think that was the game you're talking about, the one that we, the kid, the kid one. Um, I don't remember the name of that game. I but the kid the one kid was one. fast. I can't remember if it was Martha's Dead or. or no, I didn't play that. Wasn't Martha's yeah. Dead? Um, one of them. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Put it in the description below, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I kind of wanted to. I suspect there's going to be some this year that you won't finish. I mean, probably. Um, you think so? Yeah. So yeah, I kind of wanted to bring up just because I think some of the, the ones time, are going to be yeah. longer. So I wanted to bring up some of the points of the scary stuff, because as a kid, as I mentioned earlier, like I like the backseat drive. Right. And and as a kid, I remember watching my older brother play Resident Evil 2 and he played Resident Evil 1. I wasn't really there for that. Um like to the point where he was like, cause this is before like, you know, really using the internet and stuff. He had to like draw out a map and there was no maps available. So he had to draw everything out on grid paper and it was crazy. But, uh, so Resident Evil 2 came out and he was like, I'm going to play this. You want to watch? And I'm like, sure. I'm like probably five or six. I don't know. Not very old. Um, whatever age I would be at that time, the game was released. But, uh, I remember like watching him play a little bit of it. And, and just like Resident Evil, it's always like a puzzle game, too. So there's there's things to solve. It's not just about like jump scares or anything. Um, I, actually, I think he may have let me play it first. But I, I remember specifically the part. And this always is like the moment of like when people ask me about scary games and stuff. And I'm like, this is that moment is uh, I'm playing the very beginning. And it's when you come around the corner and you see yourself at the end of the hallway. And um, you see like as you get closer to the the camera basically you're walking towards there's like blood dripping from the ceiling and i'm like mm-hmm. nope nope yes, nope yes. and i'm like i keep going and then like more blood more blood and then finally he gets to the cutscene where it shows like that liquor for the first time like hanging from the ceiling and he's like all nasty and, and i was like yep i'm done <laughs> i turned off the, yeah. i was like i just turned the game off i was like i'm good and uh, so i actually watched better? him play through that game and it was it was scary <laughs> What's even better? Uh, uh, well, I, go and look up some of the out of bounds uh, like videos of that. There's some really cool stuff with the out of bounds. Oh, really? Video that, like, there's like, uh, it was either that scene or another scene close to it where there was some unused assets that are still stuck up there that that they didn't end up using visually in the game, uh, which is really cool because it what makes that game really part of its time and interesting is uh, what Mike said that might confuse some people that have not played that game, which is that the character is at the end of the hallway and coming towards the camera because almost all of that game was like these fixed cameras Mm -hmm. uh, and you would move around in a room uh, usually with tank controls too, which is you move forward and you can rotate and you can move forward again. Yeah, and when and you went off the screen, <laughs> when you went off the screen, you were in view of another camera, basically. Okay. So it was very interesting that you were like kind of moving this character around on the screen, not the typical first person or third person view that we're used to. Yeah. Like it's, it's uh it was it's almost, almost set second up person view. Yeah, it was almost set up like a movie. So like you'd have these long, like the long hallway shot from a distance and you see the person. But the problem with that, like you said, the controlling is if you were to hit a certain like 
corner where like the camera's over here and it swaps to this one. If you're moving in that direction and the camera swaps, then the direction you're moving is now different and your character starts like freaking because you're trying to go one way and the character is yes. like trying to do the other way. And, you're, and then this is like usually when you're getting attacked or something because you're trying to run and it's like just a mess. But um, I would say some of the, the most fun memories, but at the same time, like I said, I, I literally noped out and watched him play the rest of the game because I was done. Um, but you know, lately, I would say probably my favorite moment so far from Shocktober. Um, well, outside of the fact that Kelly literally snuck into my house and tried <laughs> to scare the shit out of me live yeah. on stream, uh, which was I also you know, that, so make sure for. to check that yeah. out. But, I, I uh, did. I succeeded. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, the other part, I think, and I don't even know if this was on Shocktober or not, but it was definitely Phasmophobia. And it was that time. And I still talk about this because it was that damn time in the high school where uh, I was in the locker room and I think I like look to the left or something. And it was like right here. It was like right next to me. And like, <laughs> and it made the noise and I freaked out. Like I literally, and that's probably one of the reasons why I don't like to play that game anymore. <laughs> like that one shook me. Like I was done. Like I did not want to play that. Anymore. That was amazing. Oh my God. So. The funniest thing is he was still so much a gamer mode instead of real life. Just being like, <laughs> you know, he stayed there and he moved his character and he ran his character away because he was still a hundred percent gamer mode. Oh yeah. I left. I went back to the van. So oh my anyway, God. that's yeah. my, my moments. Did you guys have any Halloween or horror game moments that stand out to you guys or favorite horror game or something? Well, so I will, uh, and I hate to be dominating this. I'm sorry. Um, Brian, I'm going to let you go next, but I'm, I'm going to let, let you, you I'm going to let you have your moment. I'm going to let you finish, but, Good Kanye. um, so a couple of the games that uh, Mike played last year had some affiliation with Amika Games, which is a developer. Amika mm-hmm. and Ask, they're two different developers. They they do a lot of stuff together. Uh, and I think Summer 58 may have been an Amika game. I think it may have been an Ask game. They were all like the same. They're all, the same yeah, they're all related. Yeah. yeah. And they're all in the same region. And uh, a game that I wanted mike to play this year okay yeah i wanted mike to play this year was uh father's day because it's uh, from the same developer it's from amika games but it's coming out the saturday the last saturday mm-hmm. of unfortunately um yeah of, but uh, i mean hey if it's out next year you know it's good yeah it's it's Contender yeah it's, so so i'll be playing it this year and mike will be playing it next year yeah. Now, uh, so, also yeah. a fun little factoid is that Summer of 58 was in Amica, mm. uh, was also in the news back then because that was one of the developers that quit <clears throat> because he had made multiple small games like that that oh, were that's right. <gasps> able to be done in a short amount of time, which worked mm-hmm. well with Shocktober. Mike, his Mike could complete a whole game. And he was extremely frustrated about the whole return it on steam mm. if you had played it for less than uh, two three hours, hours or three which, hours yeah. which this was a 90 minute game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so uh whether whether it was that individual developer or uh or not i mean i think Amika's i think i i, I think you're games. right no i yeah 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 no i think you're absolutely right so yeah, don't be a jerk. Yeah, like, it was just, a single developer yeah. studio. Pay for the game, keep mm-hmm. it, and support the developers. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. that's part of the whole process here. Like, yeah. well, that's been a founding thing that we've said as SAS is like, yeah. even when we meet 
people, developers, and we talk to them about their game. Like we have interviews. They're like, here's a key. We're like, no, don't. Like we we want to pay for them because like obviously, you know, (laughs) you're working and have to make money. So and most of these games aren't expensive. I you know, I think like every game that I bought from Mike last year was worth every fucking penny, first of all, and they were all under ten bucks. Hilariously enough, I feel like the more you pay for a horror game these days, the less scary it is. Yeah, Yeah. Like, all the AAA titles are like, oh, well, you Mm -hmm. know, we're going to charge $60 for this, so we need to make it so that everybody wants to buy it. And it's like, okay, so it's not a horror game anymore. It's an action-like shooter game. They're like, yeah, no, Uh, it's it's horror. It's like, yeah, yeah. maybe a thriller game. Like, Resident Evil's horror. And I'm like, no, it's not. That's literally just an action game. I don't don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's an action survival. Yeah, because I played Resident Evil 7, and it was... It was fun. It was definitely had some jump scares, but like you said, it's more at that point more of an action game because it's and, like you know, you're running around with a gun. Like yeah. it's horror like games a, are such a miss for me because jump scares don't generally affect me. So I'm just like very disinterested. And like if I'm playing any kind of spooky game, I end up just like like phasmophobia. I just end up like having an altercation with the ghost. <laughs> I'm like, come out here, you little bitch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you my crucifix, and they're just like, they just like jump yeah. out. And I'm like, oh no, haha, <laughs> picture, I died. No, no, no we won the game. Yeah, and I'm sitting here like cowering in the van. Like, are you guys alive still? Like, is everybody okay? <laughs> you know what's amusing though, is for the first time in a long time, I actually got scared multiple times in a game, and it what? was playing grounded. Grounded has scared me on multiple occasions because really? it's it's weird. It's marked as a horror game. Okay, is it really? Know. Yeah. And um, I can see that, like the spider sense kind of stuff. The, the, the like, spiders and and a lot of the monsters that kind of just burrow under the ground just appear to know we're like tremors creatures. Um, but for me, it's the game has like moments of peace in it. Oh, I oh I I wanted to play this. Okay. And yeah. I've been playing a lot of it and I'll talk more about it later, but for the topic of scaring the crap out of me, um a lot of times I'll be like base building and things will be really chill in the area that I'm building my base. And there was one specific time where I was just hanging out, building the base. There's like these little ticks, but whenever they in- engage on you, they make like like the, uh, their theme song plays essentially and it's like this cutesy stupid little theme song and they almost sound like they're cackling at you. Um, or like giggling at you as they're trying to beat you up, oh my God. which is hilarious. <laughs> and um, there was this one point where like I had like this glitched mob or something that was in combat with me. So I was playing the normal combat music and I was like, yeah, whatever. This went on for like 15 minutes, nothing happening, just me base building. And then all of a sudden my character gets like thrown like 15 feet forward and this spider, this full-grown wolf spider that, like, is towering over my whole base, essentially, just, like, slams on top of me when it's, like, there's nothing happening. It just, like, leapt over the grass and started beating the ever-living shit out of me. And I was just like, what the fuck is this thing doing here? I'm, like, sitting there with, like, an axe chopping grass, and suddenly there's a wolf spider beating my ass. I died, unfortunately. It, it took my life. And then it sat outside of my base, like, taunting me. And I swear the the voice recording for those spiders, they took like a human making some weird noise, like saying something maybe in like a growling tone. And then they must have like just put some kind of filter over it until it just sounds like the creepiest, like guttural speech in existence. So they just show up and you just hear like this weird like (laughs) sound. (laughs) And you're just like, what? (laughs) 
or, or Bruno oh, okay. as an old person. Yeah. And then another time, I just I had no torch left. I walked into this big cave, and I didn't look like there was anything in there. A whole ass black widow was like above me. Like I walked in, and I was like, I don't see any. Ah, oh, <laughs> shit. Take it after yep. rearrange the one up here, but uh, like I I, I tell you, it, it has been. It has been quite a while since we touched grounded. It finally has fully released. And Oh, I've touched it. And it's, it's kind of the game that's right up Mike's alley because like you collect Mm -hmm. shit, you, you chop down wood, you, you build stuff. Oh Uh, yeah. I'll get into all that. And you you have to survive in the, the wilderness. Although in this case, the wilderness is your backyard and you're, your honey, I shrunk my somebody shrunk my ass, <laughs> and the rest of me too. Oh man! So, so it's totally along with we like these need to be touched again. I'll say along with spooky stuff. There's also another part that we always add in into the Halloween sense mm. is because we always have Kelly's corner. But since this is kind of yeah. Kelly's Super Bowl, that's like yeah. sports ball. It's like a thing that people just in case. I know you're. Not very into sports, but is that is that, um, is that is that is that is that what it is? It's uh, Mike was trying to be funny. It's so we have Kelly's creepy corner. Cue the music. We should we get a different music for like a spooky music, but spookier. <laughs> anyway, tell us what you got in your creepy corner this this week. Well, so my creepy corner, uh, I, I ran into one creepy house listening, listing and I was like, oh, that could be a Kelly's creepy corner. And then I was like, that's small. Like, that's not going to be long enough. And then I ran into another one and it just made my day. Are you like driving to these? Are you like, no, they're too oh, far away. Okay. No, no. Well, <laughs> Well, are you no, just driving I, around like, oh, that looks like a creepy house. I guess I'll look at that one. One of one of them is it within very close driving distance. Um, the other, not so much. Um, so, Brian, who's my favorite? Who are my? I guess I should say my top two favorite horror movie characters. Well, I mean, Michael Myers, certainly. Hi, buddy. Somebody from Paw Patrol probably is the second one. Uh, I mean, I don't know the second one as well, but maybe Jason Voorhees. It is, yes. So I I ask, I I know Brian gets me. He he, he gets me. We are kindred spirits. He's in my head a lot. He knows this. And when I saw that somebody had listed a house in New Hampshire, we are New Hampshire specifically, where they had the one of the owners dress up like Michael fucking Myers and pose in every single one of this house's listings photos. I died. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I, I, I follow like random realtors because not because I'm trying to buy a house, but uh, because I just think. This, this stuff is funny. Okay, so yeah. uh, we will be losing her every summer now. Because she'll have summer. a summer home in the north. Yes. Uh, so winter it, home, of course, will be down here. Yeah. I, I, so I will uh, 
SAS Gaming will uh, send a link to the the listing, but super cute. It's super oh, cute in my – I, I do have a link there, Brian, if you want to show some – you want to show the listing on the podcast. But, um, yeah, I can send it to you too if you need to. Super totally cute. So, like, like we should just pool our money and this will be our new studio. Yeah. So it's a very quaint house. Do we just fly there every weekend? I love Mike's face yeah. when I say he's like, like what? This. He's he's like processing it going like, how the hell is it gonna work? Like that's a hell of a drive. He goes, yeah. Is Brian insane? Yes, Brian is yes, insane. Right, you already totally. know this. So just yeah. to clarify, is it just that somebody dressed up in the background yes. or is it actually haunted? No, it so to yeah, my knowledge, we need to get a haunted, not, haunted house to, yeah. to do podcast in. To that's well, yeah, but then Mike oh, would never oh. freaking be in there because like yeah, jump scares are one thing, remote. zombies he has no <laughs> fear of, like zombies and creatures running around, he doesn't care hunting. about. It's the creepy, like, like breathful, like voice in the oh, background. When I went to that wedding and in like, Portland, the, like the baby crying that he can just barely hear that's yeah. down the hallway. It's and perfect. It's like, that's not my baby. Like that's the shit that freaks him out. Oh mm. man. See that, that's I the would. thing is those houses are so cool. When I went to that wedding in Portland, there was, we stayed in a house that was an old on an old military base. And the stories were, it's, it's like literally been on a bunch of different haunted house shows. And we stayed in the attic floor, essentially nope. in this room nice. that had, we, we slept in there with another friend of ours who was in another bed, and there was this little dark cubby that had no lights in it that was filled with dolls. Nice. And oh, while I was laying down, yes! the moonlight was coming through the window and perfectly catching all of their eyes, and it was the most hilariously creepy shit <laughs> I have yes. ever slept in for the most part. Like, and I like, was just like, if you want to recreate that, oh you God, can just come this. over damn near any night and you can just sleep on my bed because that is what my wife has put on my side of the room. I don't mind the dolls. Oh, Savannah did do these little baby figures, these kitschy baby figures. But the thing is, they were sitting on a shelf above our bed. But then we have a mirror on the other side from her, like, uh, what do they call those things? Vanity. For, from her vanity. And, like, that means that when you're laying in bed, the cell phone light was just enough light to where you could see the little baby eyes looking at you. And I was like, <laughs> that actually has to go because it's a little too <laughs> weird for me have a bunch of creepy vintage babies staring me down when i'm laying in bed but from like i can see my head and then the babies are above me and their eyes are looking down like nope nah i'm good <laughs> i don't see how you guys like like all that like that just oh my god i, love I, I don't that. like it i'm indifferent this guy scares me all the time and i love it i like i i I, I, I like to my what you're a repairman yes that's my... a repair guy right a mechanic. I, yeah. Yeah, that would scare me too. Mechanics are really expensive. Yeah, he's holding the light right now. For... <laughs> Kelly's like, I'll yeah, kill yeah. you. <laughs> I'll kill you for him. I swear. I will actually come there and murder you for I Michael will Myers. Tonight. Don't worry. I got this, honey. Hold on. <laughs> I got Dwayne to protect me. <laughs> Just a video oh of you showing up with one cardboard cutout and me putting Dwayne in front of it. Good. <laughs> you need to get your husband to come in one time and just stand there and then move. And we're like, oh crap, that's not actually a That's a great idea. Oh, oh, all these ideas of man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this listing is in Weir, New Hampshire. And like I said, the, the uh, listing agent was like, you know, let's do something to, you know, kind of catch people's attention. He was like, I mean, tis the season. 
that's a not a direct quote. That's me paraphrasing. Because it's Christmas, gotcha. Because it is, yes. Because uh, it is <laughs> the season. As he's like, tis yeah, the season. Like what about you know, like posing Michael Myers and the <laughs> the owner of the house, the the husband was like, oh, pick me. So he's actually the one that's dressed up, and it's like the most fun. Like, where's Waldo? I like, like how it's subtle in some of these. It is. Oh God, yeah. Like he's oh, in this super one. subtle. Yeah. yeah I see him. Wait till you get to the chickens. They have chickens. They have, there he is again. That's, well. now that one's good. That yeah. one's real good. Yeah. It might be hard to see that he's in the little well. In the well, yeah. It's cute. Oh, keep going. So that one. Again. By the shed. Yeah. Yeah. That's in the tree that's house. Yep. Yep. I, I had a tree house like that when I was a kid. <laughs> Down below the deck. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the way to sell this house. It is, isn't it? It looks like a lovely house. Especially since the house, need, like, it needs some work. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite one. He's got the chicken. I love that. actually kind of interesting because, like, all you're doing is looking for him rather than looking at the house. Ball. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> But he gets he a comes, lot of traction to the house, right? He comes with the house. And he's, See, he's, in, right he's in the window. Yeah. <laughs> he does. This one, okay, the next that's one's going to be really good. That's that's good because, yeah. because they have the decor of the time of the movie. Yes. Like, this yeah, could have been slightly better if they added a little bit more detail and he had the doorknob turned just ever so slightly down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. This one I love him getting nice. the knife this is, this is out before of he did all the killing. He's yes, he's still pretty new. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and who has a house? And I love how the knife is missing from the back counter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like the splash. <laughs> the one. Yeah. yeah. And there's there's one of it when he poses on the bed that's really adorable. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of this. Yeah. Oh, on the couch. Yeah. No, that's a good one. <laughs> Some of them are just. <laughs> I actually like that one. That's hilarious. <laughs> this one yeah. too is another favorite one. <laughs> that one's pretty good in the girls' room. Yeah. And sorry to those of you who are just listening to this podcast. You'll have to actually watch it. And then yeah, so that 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 that's the PSA resistance. So. Yeah, um, the, the the little teen girl pose. Yeah, with the legs kicked up behind you as mm. you're on your stomach on the bed and your chin is on your hands. Yeah, that's that's a yeah. good classic pose. Opening. Yeah. So what that's scares me in this shot of this down this downstairs unfinished basement, basement mm. kind of put it does have like, a bar. make makeshift bar area mm. is the fact. Like that he's opening a bottle of Jägermeister. Yeah. That's scarier to me than. Oh my God. I had my <laughs> fill of that in college. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you, you got filled up and then you it became unfilled in college. Yes, okay. It, okay. It this is getting too TMI. Multiple We're times. Good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm surprised I'll, they didn't put we'll, like more jumpers of his in the dryer. That would have been. No, that's a, a nice great touch. idea. Yeah. He only has yeah. the one, actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think he changes his clothes. That's true. That's true. So, 
So if you are interested in this house, if you live in New Hampshire, I think this one is actually still available. But the other one that I have is in Georgia. No. Uh, I think most of you know, or maybe you don't, maybe it's just a thing that we know because we live in Georgia, but Stranger Things is mostly filmed in Georgia, uh, just outside of Atlanta, suburbs of Atlanta. And the home that was used for uh, the 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 main house in Stranger Things it's, is actually up for Will's sale. House. Will's house. And the uh, realtor slash the realtor and the uh, owner put up some pretty amazing pictures where you can see uh, the house and then the house and the upside down. They just, you know, did an overlay. Anything to sell. Anything to sell. It, it, so the house was up for sale for $300,000. They still had the uh, alphabet with the uh, Christmas, lights, Christmas up lights so that, you know, we'll to communicate from the upside down. And it, you'll see that it's, they made a little, they did, the show made it look a little more dilapidated, but it is 100% a fixer upper. <laughs> We're in those dogs. 100% a fixer-upper. Savannah, like, walked in holding a vacuum while we're recording and goes, can I use this? <laughs> I'm like, no. Nah, no. fam. Nah. No. 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 I mean, good. Kelly, send Michael Send Michael over here right now. I will. I actually, I, I'm going to do you a favor. So that one is up for sale. Uh, rumor on the street, though, is that somebody bought it for twice the asking price. And they plan to open uh, to to make it an Airbnb, yeah. So if uh, it, uh, we will post that uh, listing on uh, on uh, Twitter as well, so that you can they, see uh, the really cool money. pictures. They did they did do a really great job. There is one um, picture of the fireplace from the inside of the house and it looks like a normal fireplace, but then the upside down picture looks like it's got, you know, something from the upside down. I would just want so. all of the blue paintings around of all the, like the tunnels, like that episode where they have, like, uh, yeah. I would want all of that there. If okay. I stayed there, it would have, the whole house would have to be covered in like blue yeah. sketches everywhere. Hey, maybe, maybe uh, we can hook you up with that. So cool. Well, yeah. that takes care of our first half. Thanks for checking it out. Give us a few minutes. Listen to our sponsors. And we're going to come back and talk about some upcoming games. And we're back. Welcome back, everyone. I'm glad that we're back. <laughs> oh, thanks, Phoenix, for that lovely slurping sound oh wait that was day drinker i can't believe it i, I expect it sounds like it did a sound effect too so we're gonna talk about some games uh awesome. there's don't worry of, i've got a backup not necessarily what we've been playing sidecar some of us been playing up. also some of the upcoming stuff because there's a couple upcoming. things that upcoming upcoming yeah, chemistry hey whatever uh, so Phoenix, I'm gonna let you start. You got one listed here. Uh, tell us about it. 
Well, I mean, this isn't something I was playing. It's something I had played. Yeah, nobody's uh, playing this anymore. Clearly not as much as others. Uh, and that is Stadia, which, interestingly enough, recently shut down. Are uh, you playing something in a minute or? Nope. <laughs> I'm not I mean, playing something in a minute or in an hour. So, right. yeah, Stadia recently shut down and it was interesting <laughs> because Stadia, unlike uh, a something like Xbox Game Pass, where you pay a subscription and you just have all these games, right? And you can just play them. And they're kind of like Netflix. They go away and new ones come in. And... If you, if <clears throat> Xbox Game Pass shuts down, you're not really out anything because you never purchased any one of those games. Stadia was a little bit different where you paid a subscription. Uh, well, you didn't have to, but if you wanted the higher resolution and everything, uh, you paid a subscription. But um, you, you paid a subscription plus you purchased your games. Which made it interesting because there was a guy who purchased Red Dead Redemption 2, something that Mike has played, Mike has role-played in. He's done a voice before. Is this is this a banner to let everybody know that like we're also inappropriate for children? Is that? Oh, God. No, God. this is the banner to tell you that Stadia is inappropriate for children because... <laughs> Children shouldn't have to be that disappointed in life. Okay. I was yeah. wondering. I was waiting. But no, you're right. I definitely did role play uh, Old V. Dead role play. Old V from the Wild West. Should yeah. pull her out sometime. Let her drive around, roll around, ride around, whatever. But so they got announced. They're going to shut down. Uh, and it's like January 23rd, I think, like everything shuts down. And so this guy tweets out and goes, uh, I've played over 6,000 hours of red dead redemption. What's going to happen to my save? Because this isn't, this that's like almost 250 days of playtime and red dead redemption Correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. You can actually purchase stuff with real money. Yeah, they have, uh, it's like uh, it's it's Rockstar, like so they don't Online. have shark cards, but it's something else. Yeah, yeah like Red Dead Online. Or, but yeah, yeah, it's like GTA Online, mm-hmm. where you yeah. can so you can actually put a monetary investment into this. And this guy's got 250 days worth of playtime in this, and and it's not just that. It's like there's other games that have progression that people have purchased like destiny Two, where people have had progression, earned things, gotten special armor, special weapons, uh, purchased shaders, things like that. You know, non, uh, you know, cosmetics, non game changing things. Uh, also Hitman, Hitman, where you do certain things and you gain, uh, special weapons and things like that you can use in scenarios again. Alder Scrolls and Online is on Stadia. 
Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> a whole ass MMORPG. I think some, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 was too, I believe. If yeah. I remember correctly. Could you imagine losing access to your to whole Cyberpunk? MMO account? Yeah. And everything that you've built yeah. in that account. Now, granted, Google's doing things like if you purchase the hardware, they're going to refund you the hardware. They're going to refund you any of the money that you purchased games with. Uh, they're not refunding any of the subscriptions, which is fine. I mean, like, yeah, that's fine. They're, they're kind of going above and beyond with what they're refunding already. Uh, and they're really doing well there. But literally destiny, uh, the, the, um, the developers and studios behind destiny and Hitman have reached out and said, this is news to us as well. We're looking into what can be done like how yeah. you can continue playing your story on other platforms. And this is something that like the developers don't have to do. Nope. Yeah. But trying to solve for how do you move <laughs> this save game from one platform to the other? And everybody's like, Oh, well, you know, it's just bits and like, you, you know what they bought and you just put it in. But no, that's, that's not the point is when you do purchases through a platform, that platform owner gets a cut. So what do you do when somebody spent three, $400 on one platform and you try to give them all those things on another platform? That's one of the things that has made some of cross play very difficult. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, it's funny because this is not something new that most people, like this was not a shock to most people like, Oh my God, studio is dead. Like, duh like it's it's google like they have so many like 80 percent of the things that they invest in and do basically fail before like they even do it because they don't care like they move on so quickly and i think i think the nail in the coffin with this one which obviously before this but i think what really kind of did it was when xbox was like hey we're gonna do game pass and you don't even have to have a console no more like you can literally just have a tv and yeah. just do game pass. Oh no. It I was think at that way point before then it well, i know it's way but i think that's a nail in the coffin right like they were already dying but it was like well, that's it. Like we we have no reason to continue this project. Like it isn't. But the interesting part about this is that from the Reddit subreddits that I was reading on this case was that uh like even the Stadia developers didn't even know this was happening. Like yes. they were still pushing out updates on the UI. They were updating a bunch of like new things coming out. They were announcing new games. And like I've even seen a developer on Twitter was like, "We had no idea. Like uh, my game's supposed to release next week, and it's going to be on a dead platform. Like what the hell is going on?" So it's. You know, it was and, very and tight. They were counting on, um, they were counting on a number of sales through that. Yeah. Stadia employees didn't know about it. Yeah. It was really insane. And literally, it was earlier this year that rumors of Stadia's demise had come out. And Google was like, no, no, you know, like, no, we're we're committed to like, you know, this platform and the unique things that you could do on this platform, which they pretty much never did. Yeah. I mean, the, earlier this the year, whole I don't con- understand. I was talking about Stadia dying years ago. <laughs> I mean, so was that I. Shit, I. That shit launched, and I was like, "Wow, this is already dead." Yeah. Well, yeah, well, because there was no use case. For Google it. just didn't realize that it was dead yet before we realized it. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, well, interesting yeah. though. Is like if this was twenty, thirty years ago, right when when consoles were out. Let's say even fifteen, twenty years ago, like okay, it's dead, but you still have a console. You can still play games. They're not going to obviously make any more games. You're kind of just stuck with what you got. 
But in this case, since everything's cloud-based, like if they shut down the servers, that's it. Like you can't it's, it's play. Done. Like, well, that's a thing though, right? And it sucks. But I'm sure that in the terms of service, it specifically indicates that you accept oh, for sure. that that's going to happen. It's kind of like um, EA has been in the news lately for similar shit. People just losing access to their digital licensing. And then EA supports like, oh yeah, some of our digital licensing actually has a set expiration date and it expired. And people are like, Okay, but I still want to play the game. And they're like, well, then you just have to rebuy it and you'll have access to your old content. Like, but I already bought it once. Like, yeah, but you bought it five years ago. I was like, what does that even mean? What? <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's technically you have to repurchase it now. Like, it's just stupid. But you accepted it by agreeing to the terms of service. Just none of us read that. Yeah. And if I lost 6,000 hours of anything, though, yeah, I'd, 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 I'd commit arson. Well, it's funny of is, all people uh, understand this more than others. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I lost Oops. hundreds of hours of Outriders. And and again, I commit. I mean, I did not commit arson. I didn't burn anything. We're fine. Well, it's funny is that I read some of this, like, the comments. <laughs> and like, litigation like, means oh, nothing. This guy was 6,000 hours. Like, poor guy. Talk to us like yeah. real MMO people <laughs> with like, like, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of hours on, on a game. Well, again, like, I guess that. 6,000 hours. That they would understand it. It's a lot of time. That, you know, it suddenly you know, gets shut down. You know, you're but, just, I, some of the most hardcore ESO players I know are sitting around 6,000 hours of playtime or less. 6,000 hours is, is like World of Warcraft since the dawn of its release, playing through all content kind of yeah. time. Like this guy no, has spent the like, money. Like, I wouldn't care a, about the money. Know, I could have spent two grand on that game. And if they took 6,000 hours of my life away, I would lose my shit. I wouldn't even yeah. think about the two grand. I'd be like, yo, that was 251 days of my life. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the, the other thing yeah, about it too is you do that? <laughs> all of this that we're talking about. Uh, and Mike even said is, you know, even, even five years ago, you had a console. You still had the discs. Yeah. Um, in many cases, you couldn't buy it on the store anymore, but you could still download it and play it. I think it was PS3. But this is was that like the first one that was really kind of like had to be online? I want to no, say PS3. It was, PS4. It was like, I thought it was PS3. You had to well, be online? I, no, I think you're right. PS4, because I had a PS3 and I still be able to, I was able to play CD <laughs> games like DVD or whatever. But I don't think there's ever been one that you have to be online. Well, yeah, I guess... I, all of these are I mean, still even, even mine. I don't have to be online. Yeah. yeah. All of these if, are if still console centric type items though. Whereas the, it, which is why Google Stadia by itself always was doomed to fail mm-hmm. because you, you, you couldn't, you had to buy the games. You couldn't play with the games with anyone, but those that were also on Stadia. So it wasn't cross play and it gave you no benefits of a console, but all the detriments of the console the whole concept that they came up with of why it was important was it's in the cloud. And because it's in the cloud, you could do things like your friend go, Oh, I'm having trouble getting past this part. And you can say, Oh really show me. And you could see exactly what they're seeing. Or you, if you had the game as well, in theory could pick up from their save point and say, Oh, here, let me show you I'll I'll run it. And then you can try to emulate it. And like, these are things that you, at the time that Stadia was launching, couldn't do with a regular console that you needed the cloud for. Uh, Or even like persistent worlds and damage in worlds where you'd have a big city and you'd have a super, you know, villain versus super hero fight and someone knocks down this building 
And in everyone's vision, it was not a knockdown building. And some MMOs try to do stuff like that, especially with instances and stuff like that. But you really needed like the cloud environment to be able to do something like that. And that's why Google even had its own studios, which are now shutting down because they never were able to come out with that, that system seller, as we would say in the console worlds, right. For as to why you should buy Stadia. So like Demiran said, it was, it was dead from the outset because all of us saw this and said, if you really love games, you already have a console or a PC. So you have no need of this. If you didn't have the console and PC, you probably didn't want Stadia in the first place. So who is this even for? Uh, Especially when you take out any of the coolness of the cloud. But but they are going to be refunding everybody for their equipment and for some of their games, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Which means I will get zero. Yeah. Cause well, that's, that's because I didn't buy any games. Mm-hmm. Um, I only did the games that came with my, uh, you know, pro, uh, pro subscription. And I actually got the hardware for free. Right. Okay. Because it came free with the, like my phone or something. Yeah. I remember yep. that. Yeah. My phone that's, or my internet or something. They're yeah. like, Hey, get it. Get a dude. I was, I was like, Hey, I have a podcast and I'm going to free stadia and I'm going to try this out and tell the audience at home about this so that they don't have to spend money on this. Uh, <laughs> so now, they don't have to, to be, be refunded fair, in the future. <laughs> yeah. To, to, to be fair, it did the job of what it was supposed to quite well. I mean, it played nicely, but there just wasn't a good use case. Hmm. How about you, Kelly? What you been playing? So somebody was kind enough to gift my children Mario Party on Nintendo DS, the wow. newest version of on Mario Nintendo Party. Nintendo DS? I'm not Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. Who hates you? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I, Mike, Mike hates me. Mike is the one who hates it was me. me. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's how you destroy friendships and ruin families. It's like <laughs> no. playing Monopoly. Have you played Mario Party on Switch? Yeah. It is nothing like the OG Mario Party. Anyway, go ahead, Kelly. I don't want to get into I, that yet. <laughs> I will say my girls keep saying, it's but worse. mommy keeps winning. But mommy keeps winning. First of all, I'm not going to like just let you win. Yeah, like, no, that's <laughs> right. Why would I teach them a lesson? Why would I do that? Like, let's play chess and I'll let you win. No, Can never. Can we put up that no. child warning again real quick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not so, the one. That one there with the flipping of the uh, the meat. Oh, my God. I am so You're, fucking great at that. I would imagine that you are good I, at flipping uh, the meat. I, <laughs> oh, <my> yes. God. <laughs> uh, so my husband still has not played this game with us, but I... I've been he's used been to the, you flipping the meat good though. Yeah, he's uh, he, he knows how good I am at it. Uh he's dancing. This is the this is the other part of Mario Party. The the it's like the dance dance revolution part of it. Like, oh um I'm not so good at the marching. That's that's no bueno. But we did play and apparently have a very wide swing when I no one am, plays baseball like that. Did you see that guy? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bowser, was- he, I've, I've never seen him actually play baseball, so. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, it's it's been a lot of fun for us, actually, because we were able to walk around, play some new games. I get, <laughs> we are, there's the, the river rafting, and I'm like, no, like, stop rowing you're 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 rowing us straight into a, a, an island like no so that's it's been have, an adventure seven rowing on each side yeah i guess, really right. the I other. guess it is yes. kind of like me giving them monopoly yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no but but i i will say no, it has been no. it has been this fantastic you're, for, you're right it's yeah, worse because monopoly, when you can hide <laughs> No, Monopoly, they'll never freaking finish, so that's fine. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I I did say, like, the other day, I was not feeling well, and I was like, girls, I've got laundry to do. I feel like garbage. I need, if you want to play this, you're going to play it. I'm not playing it with you. And they're like, okay, that's fine. I was like, no, I don't think you understand. Like, I'm not going to give you, if you play this other part of the game, any of the mini games that I don't know, I I can't help you. And they're like, okay. And they, they figured it out. They figured stuff out on their own. And as seven-year-olds together play. And they're like, oh, my God, this one's so much fun. And so I, it, it has been really fun seeing them get used to the use of the controllers. Because this is the first controller game aside from my nintendo classic mini <laughs> you know yeah. where they've been playing just a couple of like literally like just two-dimensional games they have well, been loving it and I've, I've enjoyed it too i'm glad that you enjoy I it them. i actually mm-hmm. had a conversation with day drinker today because i said <laughs> was i there yesterday but i was like i, I hope you appreciate yeah. this game because it's very like everybody gets a participation trophy yeah. like this it's been dumbed down like the original like Mario Party on sixty four was so cutthroat. Like not to mention, I'd have like a, a like a piece of skin missing from the controller of trying to yes. do throw Bowser off the fucking thing. <laughs> um, but like it was so cutthroat. Like you literally would end friendships. Like it was very much like Monopoly. And then this the newer games. That's why I said it was perfect for your kids because like mm. like it's it's definitely everyone wins. It, it feels you know like even if you lose, you still kind of win. But like the old ones yeah. were like cutthroat. Like. That's that was it. But, well, yeah, if you ask it. the day drinker ATL twins, only mommy wins in WTF. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, uh, Bruno, what do you got? You said you had to, something to talk about. I played Grounded. Finally, I played it like initially when it had like it's like early access thing, and then I didn't touch it anymore. Um, Grounded is a survival horror game um, to some degree. Um, And the story kind of resembles the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids story from the 1989 movie. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. Honey, honey, we shrunk the kids, I think. Honey, I shrunk the kids was first. I shrunk the kids and then Honey, we shrunk the kids is the second one. 1989, you're right. We shrunk ourselves. Or honey, we shrunk ourselves. Yep. So uh, you play as one of the one of four kids who have been mysteriously shrank down to tiny size, and you are set to survive. Spider warning. In a uh, 
a garden is what the entire thing is labeled as, but it's essentially just a backyard. Um, and uh, yeah, the game is actually really awesome. Um, if you have arachnophobia, uh, there is a mode for you, but uh, I don't play it. It probably not. It, it's it's kind of weird. Like all it does is like each level removes like the limbs, removes like like another set and to the point where it's just a floating well, ball of a head, but it's still the spider it's, head. It's got this, it's got this instead of an uncanny Valley, it's got this uncanny peak. Like you're like, Oh, arachnophobia. Okay. It's getting a little better. Cause we're moving. And then all of a sudden, Oh my God, what is this disgusting blob thing with the spider face? That's attacking me. And it's extremely freaking creepy. And then it gets yeah. to like, just this friendly <clears throat> the game. Blob. Yeah. The game has a little bit of everything in it. The story so far is like great. Seven levels. Um, the story so far is great. There's a decent amount of mob variety now. Um, the base building is enjoyable. Survival mechanics are enjoyable. Uh, the itemization system is really cool. Um, exploration is awesome. The map is honestly massive. It's it's a huge, huge map for something that isn't procedurally generated. Um, and has a stupid amount of detail. Like I, I don't think I've I, I don't think I can name a survival game off the top of my head that has as much attention to detail in it wow. as this game does. I can't think of one. The rest oh, of them are just more cool. generic. Like I think like Daisy, I can even try and throw in Tarkov, I can throw in uh Valheim or you know, a, a lot of those games well, like, like you the said, forest. Non procedurally generated too is the other thing. Yeah. So like Valheim's so, like, out of that. And just like well, that's the thing, though, is Valheim, I don't think... Valheim, to some degree, is limited in its procedural generation because they have it set so that it generates specific areas that are supposed to follow certain biome sets. Right. So, like, it has some pretty intense constraints on it. But, yeah, like, it just... Like, there's so much packed into it that you can tell that somebody thought out everything they did. Like, there's, like like some spoilery ish stuff. There's like an area in one spot that has like this tombstone for a hamster. And like the hamster's grave is nearby, but now it's inhabited by like a giant spider and there's like bones there. So like, there's just like a lot of little areas like that where they added in this stuff and they're all marked as areas that you can find um, that just have like some sort of a story to tell. The whole game is just really well flushed out. Um, It has, from a non-story or environment perspective, it definitely has some bugs. Um, oh. <laughs> See what you did there. Um, but uh, they're working on it. They released the first patch a week after its official release, and that fixed a ton of bugs in the game. Um, but killed yeah, like a ton of bugs. <laughs> killed a ton of bugs. Uh, I am forty-ish hours plus in. Wow. Okay. Off the new save, or or is that off the new your... save? That's okay. like, uh, yeah. So I've played a lot. It's like a second job right now. I've been staying up a stupid amount. Like, <laughs> I think the earliest I've gone to bed since that game came out is three o'clock in the morning, and the latest. Oh my god. Was seven forty-five. Nah. you need to go to bed. I I'm gonna so mom you right now. Not okay. It's... It's not it's okay. Just, that's what happens when I get my hands on something that I like. So like our base is enormous uh, and we have so much stuff, but we're trying to only progress the story as a group. 
um, of, of the same four people that we started the save file with. So like we're super early on in the story, but we have a ridiculous amount of stuff already unlocked, but then like certain things are locked behind the story. So like we have resources for a lot of stuff, but we can't crash it, but it has everything. That game has so much stuff. It is legitimately one of my favorite survival games of all time. If not like it's definitely top three. It may very well huge. depending on how this story ends. It may, it may end as my favorite survival game of all time. And they've already shown some of the roadmap and they look like they have absolutely no intentions of stopping. So it sounds oh, like wow. you're playing multiplayer. Yeah. I, I remember when we played multiplayer and it was pretty impressive and pretty smooth. Yeah, it's been great. They, the new update today actually added some stability because we had some issues with people being like, this game is really laggy at times. Um, and it got worse the bigger I made our base. And now our base is a like seven story tall, like wooden skyscraper pretty much. Um, it's on top of built on top of a baseball for defense with a giant palisade fencing all around it with spikes and turrets on it. And then like I have zip lines that lead to every part of the map that people can jump on instead of walking anywhere. So like at this point, the whole thing is like just very, very large. <laughs> so seven stories tall on top of a baseball. That's like what, like six inches. Yes. Okay. But in tiny people terms, when you're shrunk down to the size of like a mite, like Kelly, uh, it's very you missed large. Mr. Opportunity, I was gonna, I heard you were gonna say a mite, <laughs> but that's fine. That's about, play was mite and mic are very sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's close. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, you know what, Mike? Fuck you for ruining that. You're grounded. Oh my god. So as far as me, I haven't played much. Uh literally New World has been the thing I have been playing when I have had time to play. Um and all I wanted to mention was that if you are interested in a new world, there's a new uh, update coming out. It's called Brimstone Sands and it released on October 18th. Um this is actually gonna include uh, a new weapon along with a rehaul of like levels one through twenty-five for starting players. Um, they're going to actually add in like King Arthur's quests, like a lot of like missions and quests towards that. So um, if you played it in the past and you want to come back to it, this is a good time to do that. Currently right now they're doing like uh, 1.5 XP. Uh, so to help level up your character to get to 60, uh, once you get to 60, the new, uh, the new area Brimstone Sands is, is geared towards 60 above. So um, not a place you want to kind of roll into under spec, but uh, but that's it's you know helping out those players who've been playing for a long time. Um, as Bruno has mentioned before, this is not a, a really an end game update. So like if you are already sixty and you're already kind of grinded and you kind of hit the cap on that, this isn't really going to do a lot for you um, outside of the new you know new environment and and new things to do. Um, but the end game is still basically the same grind that it's been in the past. So take that with a grain of salt with, you know, depending on the type of gameplay you do. Um, I'm excited because I'm almost 60. I'm like at 55. Uh, this is probably the first MMO I've ever, well, for one of the first that I've ever played and also one of the first that I've actually tried to get to the end game content. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, but I'm not there yet. So hopefully I'll make it to the 60. We'll see if I, if I quit on the game before. Then. <laughs> but, uh, but that's basically new world. 
So the, the great swords coming out. The great sword. The great sword. Master the great sword. I mean, you, you can't quit now, Mike. You're almost there for your age. I know. I have card. to. So. So that basically sums up uh, our games. Uh, usually we kind of roll into the ending on this, but I want to mention one thing before we do that um, is emails. So we actually got an email. I don't know if you guys knew that, but we did. I don't. Uh, I, I, so I like this to is, be surprised. So this is, uh, I believe her, I believe the name is Lila. I'm sorry if I murdered that. If it's something different, you can let me know. Um, from Arkansas, but basically uh, she's responding to Phoenix's comment about Dragon Con, and we were talking about mm -hmm. the Dragon Con app. And uh, it says, hi, regarding the Dragon Con app, you can actually filter by track. There is a button on it for that. Uh, enjoyed the podcast, and I was also there. Thanks. And uh, I went back and forth a couple times, and she uh, said, uh, you're very, I'm um, sorry. Uh, what was that? Yeah, basically, if you fool around with the app, there's other there's things. So that's Basically yeah, to I'm, you, Brian, because you know that was I'm a complaint sad that you I had, missed it's that there. in the app. Because uh, yeah, I, uh, that's exactly what I was looking for, and that was pretty awesome. Because uh, that would have helped find a lot more things. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. some things would still be hidden because sometimes they have panels that don't fit into a track very well. Yeah. Um, there was like a, there was like a a creator's meet and greet that was put under the anime track. Hmm. So that would still be a little bit difficult to find that particular one. Although we did, we stumbled across it. Uh, but yeah, having, uh, I'm glad that's in there. I'm sorry that I missed that. Cause that would have made my life a lot simpler. And yeah. thank you so, for the email. Lila. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to you. Thanks, Lila. For, Thanks for writing. Too. Um, yeah, and if yeah. you guys want to write us too, if you're listening or watching, you can check us out at GOA at sasgaming.com uh, top right over there. It's over there somewhere. I can't point, but uh, GOA at sasgaming.com. Send us an email. Let us know how you feel, which we talked about, whatever. Uh, tell us the weather and your location or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, second part of this is shameless plug again. Shocktober starting tonight. Please join us on the stream. We would love to see you. Love oh. to have you. Any donation is do. completely welcome, whether you can or cannot totally fine. Um, just be there for the party. And we're going to do this every Friday of this month until the finale on the 28th, I believe is the Friday, yeah. um, which again, we have a special announcement for that coming soon. We will talk about that and publish you know, all over social media and stuff. Let's just say it's going to be fun. So come hang out. Um, on that, that is what got our attention this week. Thanks for joining us. Um, if you did like this video, make sure to click the like button. If you want to click the subscribe, do that. Click the bell if you want to see that we have new content. We do appreciate that. If you're listening, uh, make sure to tell your friends. You know, put it on social media. Tell your friends at work, or you know, stick a, pot, a little ear pod in their ear and make them listen to us. And if they hate you for that, I'm sorry. Uh, do that's not, fine. Do you not stick your pods in your friends' ear. <laughs> yeah, that's like not recommended. No. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things I recommend. Uh, sasgaming.com. Uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash sasgaming, uh, you know, so forth, so on. There's so many different details we can give you, but on that point, that is it. So, love you, fam. You guys take care out there. Until next time, we'll uh, see you later. Take you out in October, hopefully. Peace. Bye.